Good morning on this Wednesday morning and welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Thank you for joining us this morning and taking from your busy schedule the time to be able to listen to God's Word. Ponder, meditate, consider. Let your imagination flow in God's Word. Let the Holy Spirit develop and reveal and bring things to your remembrance and show you things to come. We are going to finish up where we were yesterday as we pick up and continue on our study concerning Jesus' power to be able to hear the Holy Spirit with his ears and was given the tongue of the learned according to Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4 and 5. We left off yesterday about the disciples following in the same pattern even as Jesus they also were trained and taught to do the same thing. In Acts chapter 4, verse 12, we finished up yesterday, and that's where we're going to pick up. It says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus is the ultimate authority in heaven, on earth, and underneath the earth. The measure, the degree, to which the name is delegated, the individual has authority. If we were to use our uh, law enforcement as an example, uh, to a degree, just to kind of give us an idea, uh, you have down at the down at the very base level, you, you can have a citizen uh, trying to make a citizen's arrest because he hasn't been delegated uh, any authority uh, as an officer of any kind. You have an individual that can be a city policeman. You can have someone that can be a county a policeman. You can have one that is a state uh, highway patrol or policeman. And each one is vested with authority to a degree to be able to, in whatever area, district, city, uh, county, or uh, state that they are in, to be able to enforce and uphold and uh, uh, make sure that the laws are followed. But then you have at a higher level, you can have the, the individual that is a captain uh, or someone that is the commissioner of that department, so he is vested with a higher authority or higher level. There is a different measure on that individual. Now, I'm introducing the concept right now so that when we get into uh, the rest of the study, when they asked Jesus about where he got his authority, and of course they wanted to know, you know, where it came from. Well, the name of Jesus has been vested authority because Jesus conquered. That name was also given to him as an inherited name. And that name also uh, was a name because of what he accomplished, what he did. Uh, through conquering, he earned the right to that name. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. How? Because of the authority that they were exercising. They did exactly what Jesus did. They simply said, in the name of Jesus, get up. 
And that man got up. Of course, you know, he had to have faith. It just didn't happen automatically. But the name of Jesus was vested with an authority to the degree to the degree that that authority is vested in an individual is the measure of authority, power, right to be able to do what they do. And it says in verse 14, And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. And when the chief, and when he was coming to the temple, and the chief priests and the elders of the people came unto him, as he was teaching, this is in the book of Matthew now, uh, chapter 21, verse 23, and said, they said unto him, By what authority do you do these things? And who gave thee this authority? Okay. Here's the question. The disciples manifested the authority that had been given to them to the degree, to the level. And we're going to use the word measure. The word measure in the Greek is the word metron. Uh, That is the level of how much was actually given to an individual or is given to an individual. An apostle had much more authority uh, over Uh, different things than did, let's say, a pastor or an evangelist. But then again, a pastor has uh, authority over his church, even though uh, uh, an apostle may be there, he had to be subjected to the pastor. So, So you begin to understand how authority begins to work in the kingdom of God. It's especially necessary to understand how it works because there will be individuals that can raise up a false authority, and I'll call it a rebellious authority that has not been delegated by God, and they assume that God is actually guiding them, and that is something that we have to address. But then at the same time, when God gives an individual uh, the authority in the position that he or she holds, then they are totally delegated. They are authorized to have the right to do the things that they do because of the authority that has been vested in them. When Jesus talked to the centurion, the centurion had told him, hey, you know, I'm a man under authority. I'm under authority. Someone else is higher than me. I I only have a hundred men under me. Then there's someone that's above me that has a thousand. Then there's someone above me that has a legion. And then there's someone above me that controls uh, everything. So once again, he understood that. We must understand that. And we must comprehend it to the degree that we walk in the authority that has been given to us as believers in the kingdom of God. Not the authority that we have been given over the laws of this land or or given over certain things. But I'm talking about the kingdom of God. To operate in the kingdom of God, we have to operate within the means of the authority that has been given unto us. And delegate it unto us that we can also make sure that others are also following in that same step. So let's read it again. And when he was coming to the temple, Jesus was teaching, the high priest, the chief priest, and the elders of the people came unto him as he was teaching. And instead of paying attention to what he was teaching, they wanted to cut his teaching short 
and they wanted to know who gave you the right to teach? Who gave you the ability to teach? Who gave you the power to teach? Who gave you this authority? We want to know who it was that gave you this authority to do these things. And of course, Jesus answers in verse number 24. And he says unto them, I also will ask you one thing, not two, not five, not ten, just one question. Remember, this was Jesus' ability by the Holy Spirit to be able to go beyond an educated guess, an educated assumption, a psychological evaluation, but he was able to know things of the heart and things of the mind of an individual and also of God himself concerning the situation at hand. And the scripture says, I will also ask you one thing, which if you tell me, in other words, if you answer me, I will likewise tell you by what authority I do these things. Now, it's important to understand that either way that these individuals answer or could have answered or the possibility of the number of answers was dealt with by the way the question was asked. By asking it in such a manner, it isolated everything and brought it to just two points. It's either this or it's either that. Jesus created a funnel. And through that funnel was going to have to come out only one answer. And whatever answer came out was going to be wrong. That, that is what is so amazing about what and how the master dealt with them. And of course, when they are not able to answer him, Jesus <clears throat> came and spoke unto them saying, uh, uh, basically, Jesus says unto them, Well, if you will not answer me, then I am not going to answer you. Now, I want to deal with something that it will help us in the next uh, few days as we look at this, especially, particularly verse 24 of chapter 21 of Matthew, and that is the word authority. Uh, in the concordance, it's just simply the Greek word 1849, and it means, or it is pronounced, exousia. It is not the same word as power. Power in the Greek is uh, 1411. And the word for that is dunamis. So as you can see, they're not even closely related. Authority is something that is given. Power is something that is worked, which is very different. Authority is something you can exercise but power has to be demonstrated. Now, the word authority there that is used in the scripture, by definition, it means in a sense of ability, having the ability to do something, or I'm going to say the capability. Well, we are not capable, nor do we have the ability 
to walk in kingdom life and kingdom principles according to the flesh, according to an unholy mind, or even a conscience that has not been restored, a mind that has not been renewed. So we have to understand from the very beginning that exousia means having, in a sense, the ability to be able to accomplish a given task. The ability, and we're going to be looking how that word is going to be coming up, but it also gives us the word, it's also defined as the word privilege. So it is not just that, it is also the word privilege too. So in the scripture, when we look at these things, we have to understand that it is giving us exactly, exactly what we need to know concerning authority. Because that is the one thing that we are going to need in overcoming. It's going to be able to give us the ability to overcome whatever test, whatever trial, whatever thing is happening in our lives. And we're going to see how the book of Ephesians is going to bring this out. But we're also going to talk about measure. Uh, the Bible talks about Jesus was given the Spirit without measure. The word there is the word metron. And the word metron simply means that it is something that is measured out to a certain limit. In the case of Jesus, the limit was no limit whatsoever. A person can have a credit card of some sort, and that credit card is given a limit by the credit card company. And there are credit cards that individuals have that basically they don't have a limit. They don't have a cap limit. Now, the reason they don't have a cap limit is because of the resources behind that credit card backing it up. In the same way, our ability to exercise our delegated authority is according to the measure of what is backing up that authority in our lives. Well, stay with us on Thursday as we really pick up and cover a little bit more concerning this word authority and why it was so important that he was being scrutinized by the Pharisees. Until then, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Jesus is closer than ever. And he's coming soon. Until then, the Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.